0: Hello, and welcome to this Monday edition of QUT News, Views and Spews. I'm Susan Heather Anton, and joining me in the spews room today, we have... Anna Graham. And, and Leo
1: Bowman.
0: Good morning, Anna. Good morning, Leo. Now, first up today, Michelle Guthrie has been given her marching orders from the ABC quite unceremoniously, um, because they, after repeated attempts to, I think the the language of the ABC is to to work out to resolve their problems, they have been unable to. She's only midway through a five year contract. What do we make of that, Leo?
1: Extraordinary, particularly when we've heard nothing, 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 Susan, about this until now. I'm sure within the ABC, and in fact, I do know, there have been rumblings, whispers, and murmurs. But usually, if something like this is going to happen, there needs to be controversy, outrage, bumbling, and fumbling of the highest order. We've heard none of it. So extraordinary to me. I can't yet get my head round it. I hope we have some more information which will help us explain how somebody does get unceremoniously the door without us even knowing that there's anything wrong. I hadn't noticed. I'm sure a lot of the viewing and listening public hadn't either.
0: What are you making of it?
2: Um, I mean, if she had a contract, then I think the ABC needs to honour that and let let her stay for the remainder of it.
0: I can't help but wonder, and you know, as a, a an outsider, the ABC has, um, as is always the case, but even in more recent times, attracted a lot of of political attention and um, about bias and and so on. And I think that there's been grumblings from the highest level of at Parliament Hill about the performance of the ABC. And I, I'm wondering if the ABC just doing its job and holding politicians to account has you know perhaps claimed a very big scalp
1: i'm not sure it doesn't seem like that to me um yes there's been pushing and shoving and it just with the poor old abc my goodness gracious me seems to get worse with every success of government more and more and more we we've sort of you know we're sort of we sit there and we look at the ABC and we're fascinated by the ABC and what it might be doing wrong where everybody else gets away with it. I would think there would have have to be a much more concerted attack on Michelle Guthrie for that to be the reason. I think it's probably much more an internal matter and some dissatisfaction internally about how things were being run.
0: Well, I think there'll be a whole lot on Media Watch um, tonight that people will be... Having watching this space with a whole lot of interest, I would think.
1: Certainly, I will, because I'm just surprised this has come out of the blue. So I'll have to get the slippers on, sit down, and have a good old look to see if I can make some more sense of out of it after that.
0: Yeah. Um, now, next up, a very, very rare territory for me. I am going to discuss football. And I'm going to pretend really? like... Yeah, I know right, Leo. Really? I know. Okay. We are going to discuss Slater's suspect shoulder charge um, coming out of um, uh, the match yesterday on the weekend. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Friday night. Friday night. Yep.
0: Um, where in order to save a try, Slater went in with a shoulder, pushed uh, sasia Afeki um, over the line and is now up on a a grade one shoulder charge um, to the judiciary tomorrow night, which would mean that he would miss out on the grand final. What did you think of the charge? And do we think that's fair, Anna?
2: Too bad he did the wrong thing.
0: So do you think that, um, presuming that he has found, we wouldn't want to prejudge the ju- judiciary, do we think that it's fair that it's a grand final, his very last one that he's missing out on, as opposed to second-round match
1: in um, ordinary season or a pre-season match? Yep. Does it matter to you? I think it's extraordinary. The rules are incredibly tight. Uh, All Billy Slater did, who was considered a great sportsman by everybody, and I don't think anybody here is saying this was unsportsmanlike, brutal, anything like that. He was trying to stop a person from scoring a try in the best way that he could. He tried to get in the best position he could, running at 1,000 miles an hour, Uh, did the tackle, but unfortunately, because the stringency of the rule... He is now on a grade one charge, which can rule him out for one game. I think we have got to do this on a base-by-base basis, and of course, again, Susan, as you say, really an emblem to the game, a great sports person, rubbed out in the. Did game I final. say that? I don't remember saying any well, such thing. Well, must have said it because everybody knows that it's true, Susan, oh, the boy, right. the boy from Innesvale. Right. And so, and it's. Did been.
0: you hear me say that? <laughs> no. No. Boy from Innesvale.
1: It really is unfair.
0: Uh-huh. But rules are rules, aren't they? Can, yeah. can, we can't choose, can we, which ones we follow?
2: No, like, but there should be the same, you know, same punishment for everybody, and it should be, you know, if you do a certain thing wrong, then it doesn't matter which game you're banned from. No. That's it. You,
0: d- you don't think no. that um, there is some sort of argument that says all games are are not created equal. That that a, a one game out is a grand final not a a round game.
1: Well, Strange as it may seem, oh my God, people will spew when they hear this truly spew. I'm going to agree with Phil Gould. Oh, my Lord. Phil Gould from New South Wales, former coach of the Blues. I'm going to agree and say this should be done on a case-by-case basis. We're trying to rub out brutality in the game, injuries, other things. This is just a very, very routine attempt to do a very good tackle, which was impossible in the circumstances. We can't compare that where someone wipes somebody out, they get concussion, clearly illegal, clearly intended. They're not the same thing. They can't be ruled as the same thing. So good on you, Phil, this time. Base each one on the individual circumstances. But
0: isn't that why we have rules in the judiciary? So you can do
1: exactly that? Well, it seems to be very black and white this one, and that's why I was saying grade one, they seem to have gone into this very, very black and white, and there seems to be no shades of grey, uh, no plea bargaining, nothing. I just think it's too harsh.
0: Okay, well now they do. They they say that you can choose your uh, friends, you can't choose your family. And never has that been more evident than a political campaign that has come out of the U.S. The background is that we have a, a gentleman called Paul Gosser, um, who is running to, um, uh, in the upcoming elections. And an ad has just appeared where some people think that maybe he's not doing an awesome job. Let's have a listen.
1: Paul Gosser, the congressman isn't doing anything to help rural America.
0: Paul's absolutely not working for his district.
1: If they care about health care, they care about their children's health care, they would hold him to account. If they care about jobs, they would hold him to account. If he actually cared
0: about people in rural Arizona, I bet he'd be fighting for social security, For better access to health care i better he i bet he would be researching what is the most insightful water policy to help the environment of arizona sustain itself and be successful
1: and he's not listening to you so now he doesn't have your interest together my name is tim gosar david gosar grace gosar joan gosar gaston gosar jennifer gosar paul gosar is my brother my brother
0: and i endorse dr brill dr brill wholeheartedly endorse Dr. David Brill for Congress. I'm Dr. David Brill, and I approve this message. Paul Gosar, the well, Congressman. what do we make of that?
1: Only in the U.S. We have famous splits in families everywhere in the world. Tim and Peter Costello in Australia, they're everywhere. It's known that they disagree, but usually they're polite to each other, they respect each other. They most certainly do not do political ads dissing each other only in the united states
0: how do you get on with your family pretty well would you and how how would you feel if um they were
2: to make an ad saying those sorts of things about you um i'd hope that they'd tell me before i planned to become some big politician that they weren't going to support me my ideas my values
0: but there's a, there's a difference between not supporting you and actively attacking you don't you think mm. that uh, we, you cannot hand out how to vote cards for instance yeah which is a world of difference from paying for a, a, a campaign ad
2: supporting your opponent Don't. You? i mean if my family did that then whatever that's their choice it made, for, it made for
0: very interesting Christmas dinners, wouldn't it? In oh, as-
1: yeah. In Australia, Tony Abbott and his sister. Yeah, Christine. Foster, C- yep. Certainly, certainly do not disagree. And they do certainly do not agree, I'm sorry, and disagree in public, but in very polite terms, uh, and get on otherwise as a family quite well. So they've, they've established the ground rules. Tony Abbott was considered one of the most pugnacious politicians we've ever had. But he has never gone this far. But in the United States, this sort of thing is just not unusual. Wacko, in my view.
0: Yeah, it's um, I think it's disappointing. Would you find that you were more or less likely to vote for a candidate on the basis that, that their siblings are attacking them?
2: Well, if their own family don't really like them, or well, that's the way it comes across, mm-hmm. then no way, I wouldn't vote for them.
0: You wouldn't you wouldn't think of a sympathy vote, because his family have been so rude. No. no, no, and obviously that's the that's the intent, isn't it? Brutal. It's a brutal a brutal business politics, isn't it? Now we're going to finish today's um, QUT news views and spews with really the most important item on today's agenda, and that is Bindy Irwin's bum. Um, Really, you know, important stuff, and the fact that according to her her baby brother, aunt families awesome. According to to Robert, Bindi has to import toilet paper from the U.S. because it's it's softer. And indeed, she asked her American aunt to send her toilet paper for her birthday, um, not because it's of its environmental friendly toilet paper, but because it's it's bum friendly what do we make of this?
2: That's ridiculous. There are people out there who don't even have access to any kind of toilet paper. Or toilet much Yeah, less. exactly. And she's out there going, oh, I get mine imported. Oh, no, I get my time. Well,
0: yeah, to be fair, she was a little bit embarrassed that her brother um, uh, went on YouTube to discuss her toilet habits. Leo, are you are you precious about toilet paper?
1: Oh, well, it's not really on the top of the shopping list. I I do, yes, three-ply, certainly. But I think importing from the US, I think Woolies will do. An appalling sense of entitlement. Absolutely appalling. Woolies, Coles, Aldi. Do it pretty well, three ply and above. I think that's good enough. For yeah, us, as long good as enough it, for binding. As
0: long as it's not the shiny public toilet in the yeah. rationed square department,
2: like receipt paper. Yeah,
0: that you yeah. actually yeah. then yeah. have to have uh, a fight with to yes. to allow yourself to get enough. Yeah, I, I think that you know there are some standards below yeah. which you you, you shouldn't really have shouldn't have to stoop, to to, uh, to put up with. But no, um, uh, uh, I. I will be going to the States later in the year and perhaps I should do a a toilet paper test just to
1: see because maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking through my bum and I have no idea what I'm
0: talking about.
1: Maybe Uh, it's quality. Quality. Susan, Susan, it's not that many years ago when we would have navvies along the train side singing out paper, paper, paper and people would throw out the newspapers out the window. So that they could go about their business. Yes,
0: in your lifetime, Leo, Uh, perhaps. But, you know, we're slightly younger, you dear old thing. Not many years, I wouldn't have
1: thought, Susan, but anyway.
0: All right. Well, thank you for spewing with us today and we will be back in the spews room again tomorrow.